Now, obviously, uh, Graham can't be with us today um, because he was at a wedding or something. Uh, I think it was a, yeah, I think it was a Ukipper's wedding. Was it? That's a horrible allegation based on uh, just someone's age. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, that your sole criteria for determining whether someone's a Ukip voter? Um, I've, got, I've got a vague recollection that uh, they maybe were... The voter. I don't. I don't. Mm. Sure. This is sure. This is pure, or unsubstantiated allegation. Um, well, that's the kind yeah. of uh, allegations we like on this show. Mm. Yeah. Hang on. I haven't. I haven't written anything to talk about. I yet. will not accept. I won't accept any substantiation on this podcast. Okay. Uh, well, that's fine. Uh, but you're driving, Chris. So. Okay, so I don't need to, my own. Uh, I, I don't need my own. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, obviously, it would be nice for you to contribute, but uh, you can basically uh, drive as you see fit. All right. Well, I mean, this is meant to be the the um, Loki podcast, isn't it? Yeah, and then we'll find out in like I don't know a day's or two's time whether uh, you decide to edit this podcast really quickly to get it out ahead of last week's episode that Dan still hasn't bothered to edit. Yeah, I mean, we could. Yeah. this could be a, uh, an episode where we reference a lot of the stuff um, that happened last week. Um, I mean, it could be, but I can't remember. So I, I was going to say, I, I think you know perfectly well how much I know about what happened last week. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to write that my, um, my keyboard had uh, fixed itself with the full expectation that you would then um, ask what was wrong with my keyboard. <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> I, mean, I still don't know what's wrong with your keyboard. It's, um, it's, actually, um, it's actually broken again. So you'll see in the show notes, what I wanted to write was, let's talk about Graham on account of him not being here. Mm. And it just says, let's talk yeah. about Ram. It does just say, let's talk about Ram. Ram. Because G, G and H um, features quite heavily in, uh, in the, the sounds of Graham's name. It does, yeah. And also the spelling. Mm. Also, cricket-based cat-up lines is pretty funny. Yeah. Mm. Well, you see that? I, I'm, I'm thinking, I, I, I'm wondering this wonderful world where uh, you're going out with John Major. And I sort of think, well... Your common thing you have is cricket. How how did mm-hmm. you how did you woo each other? And what I imagine is that um, that he saw you in your in your cricket right whites in your cricket cricket whites, mm-hmm. as uh, Michael Barrymore would say. Yeah. And like he was just watching this amateur game, but he saw you. And I guess you did that thing where they try and clean the ball by rubbing it in their crotch, and. Mm-hmm. I imagine that he he liked that quite a lot, and I was thinking, well, John Major's a lot of fun, isn't he? He's famed for being really funny and um, really loving innuendo, <laughs> in your endo. Um, and I thought, I bet he he had a cheesy cricket-based chat-up line to to impress you, and I wondered what that would be. Chris, on a scale of one to Miley Cyrus. How naked were you when you thought of all this? Uh, I think I might have been... Yeah, let's say I was in the bath. Just for fun. Let's say I was in the bath um, whilst I was thinking but, about but, it. But of course, remember that, you know, as John Major and I are both Tories, um, no actual process of seduction would have taken place. Um, it would all have been arranged by third parties. No, I'm not I'm not having that. Uh I, I don't. I don't believe it. So I, I think he came to watch your cricket team play, and uh, he, he saw you uh, sort of rubbing the ball up in your crotch, and he liked that. And uh, then at the, you know, in cricket it just goes on forever. But at half time they have tea with scones and things, and uh, yeah. he saw you up at the buffet, and he just sort of approached you, and then I bet he did a really funny cricket chat up line. I mean, I, I hate to bust your, your bubble here or whatever deranged fantasy this is, but there just aren't any cricket-based chat-up lines. Well, you say that, but I've thought of at least at least two that are quite good. 
Okay. So I'm going to do my best. Um, I mean, these are going. To... You you rate them. You rate them out of ten. Um, and and Adam, you can you can rate them out of ten as well. Uh, pretend you're pretend you're Daniel. Um, so you're so you're basically you you're stood I mean, in you're stood in front of you're stood in front of John Major, and you're just in your your little black gym socks and your tiny little seventies shorts, or alternatively in in cricket whites, right? So, so you're up at the buffet and you're you're choosing a cucumber sandwich, and up comes up comes John Major. Are you ready for chat up line one? Okay, okay. let's do this. I'm just going to set the scene. Just, just, yeah. Oh, Daniel, you can slide your bat into my crease any time you want. I mean. It's a bit carry-on. Yeah. Yeah. Less John Major than Kenneth Williams. Okay. I can't, can't quite remember what you said. Well, that's a bad thing, inherently. Well, well okay. I mean, did you like the chat-up line? I mean, no, it was awful, but um, it, was, it was very carry-on. Okay. I thought it was quite good, uh, quite good cricket-based innuendo. I don't think it would work as an opener. Like maybe uh, after a few drinks and a bit of conversation, you could kind of get away with that. But I think if you if you started with that, that would probably put yeah. someone off. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit direct for cricket, which, as you well know, is about faffing around for hours rather than actually, you know, getting to the point. Um. Okay. Well. Okay. I've I thought of a new one just uh, just off the cuff. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> they all start with "oh." <laughs> um, yeah, that was a good yeah, it's a common um, thing. Uh, oh, Daniel, you can bowl into my corridor of uncertainty any time you want. <laughs> I'm sensing a pattern already. Yeah, I mean, no, okay. the first one was better. Um. Right. Okay, I'll try a third one. Um, okay. So this is this is going to. I'm, I'm going to try and avoid the you know break the the formula. Um, so imagine you've you've played well and you've uh, you've done good bowling and batting. Yeah. Don't type whilst I'm trying to seduce mm-hmm. you, Daniel. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you've done good bowling and batting. And uh, John Major is very impressed with you. And uh, he comes up and he says, I was very impressed with your bowling, young man. Uh, When I was watching you out there, my uh, wicket went all sticky. I mean, it would work better if he was female. I mean, it's not awful. You know, that's... um... But, it, you know, for a woman, it works. For that, it kind of implies he's just himself on the sidelines, which is just a bit... Okay. Forward. Yeah, I think that's possibly... Yeah, it's a bit forward. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's certainly one way to put it. Well, I'm getting into the cricket spirit of understatement here. So, um, all right, well, let's, let's rerun that in your imagination. But instead of John Major um, saying those things, uh, it was Edwina Curry. Yeah, that no, works much better. Okay. So which was your favourite then? Oh, the third one, definitely, provided uttered by a woman rather than a man. Well, okay, well, Edwina's gone. It's just John Major all again, right? So which was the, which was the mm-hmm. best one for John Major to have used? Should he be listening to the, the first the one? The first one. Yeah, the first okay. one. Okay. Yeah, that's one. That was about sliding, you could slide, slide your bat into his crease yeah. any time you wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. I'm happy with that. Excellent, excellent. Good. Glad that we could provide you yeah. with some uh, customer feedback. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, if if you listen to this after last week's podcast, then it will make more sense. But um, if you do it the other way around, which mm. is increasingly likely, then then it won't. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm ready to start the proper podcast now. Which are we all ready? Because it's a it's a it's a blokey, okay. blokey lads podcast. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all about the bands. Brilliant. Just bands. I might um, just bands in it. Bands. <laughs> yeah, good, good, Dan. That's the spirit. I might even find some some laddy blokey music mm. to put in, but um, you know, maybe not. We'll we'll okay. see. What do you find as laddy blokey music here, Chris? What 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 counts as laddy blokey music? Like, throughout um, yeah. I mean, we're talking like Chaz and Dave or Chainsmokers. Um, that's my musical knowledge. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the extent of your musical knowledge. Jazz and Dave and Chase Smokers. What else do you need? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, that's no, that's very much for for Chris maybe, to work maybe out. Maybe Sham Sixty Nine. We're enough. all going down the pub. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep, so are you ready for our big blokey lads introduction? Yeah. Two-star podcast, we are lads Tits and beer and nudie mags Doing bants and acting rude Our humour is dumb and crude Dan gets beer delivered to him Adam's wall is crumbling Chris plans to humiliate Ram It's two-star podcast, lads, special! Oi, oi! Let's be Avenue! Oi, oi! Hey! As about a podcast, then. Hey, Dan. Hey, louder. Hey, hooray! Way. On with our blokey special. Hooray. Right, who who likes tits? Way. I do indeed like tits. Adam. This feels a lot like the drinking episode of Blackadder 2. <laughs> yes. Are you wearing a pair of false breasts too? Wow. Well, I mean, obviously, but then, I mean, I always do. Mm. You never know when it might come in handy. You do have a baby. Um, yeah, okay. Well, the most, the most blokey uh, thing written down uh, is that, Dan, uh, you now have beer delivered to your door. In a very London Tory mm-hmm. way. Okay, well, yes. you got to tell us more about this, but you've got to pretend that you are um, from Loaded Magazine. <laughs> um. Okay. Basically, just be deeply offensive in every way possible. Oh. Oh, that's going to be a bit of a challenge because this is a bit sort of SJW-ish. Um. What, having beer delivered to your house? Well, yes, in the manner that I have had the beer delivered to my... You know, the, the, this beer delivery comes with a metaphorical beard. Um, a metaphorical beard? Check shirts and ethical loafers or something. Okay. No, what, what kind of, is, this like, is this like individually brewed just for you? Well, not quite, but like it's, it's this thing called Farm Drop. Um, and basically, what they do is they um, they sounds like a medical condition. <laughs> yeah, no, accurate. Um, but basically, it's like um, a posher version of Ocado, except they, you know, it's not like supermarket. Oh, hang on, hang on. You can't have a posher version of Ocado. Hear me out. Hear me out. Um, so, right, instead of working with a supermarket, they work with like local farms and stuff. So, you know, it's like normal internet shopping. They have all these lovely things on the menu. Um, you click them and they put them in the basket. Um, but it has, like, you can buy individual things, and there's a ton of local breweries around London, and they serve from all of them. So I have just this random selection of, like, super posh craft beers that weren't actually that expensive. Um, but so the one I'm drinking at the moment is in an old-style brown bottle, and the um, label is printed on, like, faux brown packing paper. Um, and it, it's clearly been expensively designed to look like it's been really cheaply printed <laughs> yeah, and, and cast okay. on there. Um, called, I'm, I'm, this is making me angry already. Yeah, I know. Hence why I said, hold me out there. But um, yes, so bottle-conditioned beer. Pour upright and pour gently if you prefer to leave, leave the yeast sediment inside the bottle. Please drink fresh. Pale ale. Hops. Okay. Cascade. What's the brewery name? Um... Colonel. Colonel. 
Kernel. Uh, okay. K-E-R-N-E-L rather than. Yeah. But yeah, no, they're, they're delightful local. And the best bit is right. So they no, deliver one, it one individually. So it's not like um, the same speech. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but so, so much of being environmentally conscious. No, no, they, they have their own fleet of electric vehicles. <laughs> I need right, to crap my non-craft beer um, all over my my laddie bloke room and um, <laughs> and chipped a tooth. <laughs> okay, electric vehicles. Right. It keeps going. Yeah, they're all decorated like different animals. So one looks like a cow. <laughs> You're making this up. I shit not. Um, and they have this option, right? Because there's a, they're eco and, and everything. Uh, like the guy just doesn't come around and deliver it. They often to unpack it for you and then take away the crate that they bought it in, so you don't generate extra waste. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So how much does it cost you to get a beer delivered to your house? Well, it's not too bad. So basically, you get free delivery if you order 30 quid's worth of stuff. And they're um, like two ninety five for a um, 330 ml bottle of beer, which is expensive, but not like outrageous, particularly for London. Mm. It's quite expensive, it's nice. but it is nice beer. So you're basically... Mm. Yeah, you're, you're, you're basically paying like pub prices anywhere else in the country to have beer delivered to your house. Yeah, but I'd pay pub prices anywhere else in the country mm. to go out and buy it from St. Mm. Okay, well, I like that you've made the most of the service by insisting that they unpack it. Um, what, where do they, um, they um, yeah. put it? Do they just leave it on the side or do they put it away where you want it? No, they leave it on the side. Oh, okay. I think they will put it away, but I frankly feel awkward having a man put away my shopping. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, you should feel awkward about having a man arrive in an electric car um, and bring you stuff. Did, did, uh, an electric car painted to look like a cow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see which, which one he used, unfortunately. I was quite sad about that. Okay. I've got a, a mission for you the next time you do an order, is you ask them to put yeah. it in a particular cupboard, but um, I want you to decorate the cupboard with... Um, Pictures of what? What do you think he should have pictures of Adam in his cupboard? Surely John Major. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's be consistent. I want you to have his beer cupboard be a shrine to John Major. (laughs) I want you to go on the internet (laughs) and print off lots of different sized pictures of John Major and then glue it to the inside of your cupboard, and then. When this guy arrives, you'd be all really cool and just go, yeah, yeah, mate, just bung him in that cupboard. That cupboard there, bung them all in, right? And then just watch what he does when he opens the cupboard. And there's just... And act, act <laughs> perfectly normal. Just like, act like it's the most normal thing in the world so that everyone keeps their beer in a John Major Shrine cupboard. Okay. Um, I'll give it a try if I remember. You got, you got. I mean, this is memorable. It's, it's frankly not the worst thing you could have suggested, so... I'm happy to go with that. But I, and can you also secretly film it so that we can see his reaction? I think that's illegal. Well, then this can't be illegal to to film in your own house. Just have a sign up on the wall that says, like, CCTV cameras operate in this area. Uh, yeah. yeah, I suppose. I mean, it can't be illegal. I mean, this is how, this is how lots of TV stuff is generated, isn't Just it? Just for the love of God, make sure you film it in portrait. <laughs> Just to really annoy people. <laughs> yeah okay fair enough I mean, I'm not sure how obviously but uh, I will not I will not accept anything that is properly uh, properly formatted I want something that will enrage anyone that watches it oh no that'll be easy because well you shouldn't have said that because obviously if I didn't realise I was supposed to do that I clearly have done it wrong but um, now I'll clearly do it right in a sensible format right. well of course maybe maybe I'm using reverse psychology maybe you are Right. Yeah, no, either way it'll work. Okay, well, I mean, that's that's your mission. I've got enough beer to last a while, so I'm not going to order anything anytime soon. Uh, so it'll be a bit of a quest for any of us to remember this. But, you know, if we do, we can give it's it a try. More, it's more time um, for you to collect cutouts of John Major to populate your shrine. I'll be honest, I've not seen a lot of pictures of John Major ever. Go, go on. I'm pretty sure I've got to Google Images and search oh, yeah, for John Major. Just cutouts, not... 
Mm. What? Just you got a printer, haven't you? Nope. Well, buy a printer and get on it. All right. Yeah, that's that's important. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, I um, hey, what a great laddie thing! All about beer and uh, and perving on former prime ministers. We like that. Bantlow. Yeah. So I'm going to award you eight um bloke points. Well done. Fantastic. Um, so Adam, uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to to catch up, and uh, it seems like uh, a blokey thing happened to you, right? Uh, yes, it, it did. Go- um, I want you to I guess was, which uh... is the blokey thing of the three things you have. Okay, uh, I'm going to see what I can do here. So I was uh, Friday night. I was, uh, hey, I was Friday. Fast asleep. That's the day we all drink beer. Hey. Oh, it is. I've been drinking beer and then I'd gone to bed and I was asleep. And then there was a very loud noise and I woke up and it was half past two in the morning. And I thought, what the fuck's going on? And I went and looked out my window and there was a car in my wall. Right. Well, like, is that your wall? Like you know the wall that I've got at the front of the house where the the like the front garden is. At the yeah. front, okay. Yeah, oh, that wall. Yeah, there was a car in it. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I thought you'd meant like a structural wall in your house at the moment, and I couldn't. No, that would be, that would be really impressive. No, this was just the like the, the retaining wall for the front garden, and um, there was uh, a lot of shouting and people uh, running from another car and back, and then uh, both cars uh, did some burnouts and disappeared. Mm. And we went outside and like kind of I picked up some of the debris uh, that was around my wall and like what the fuck's going on and some other people had kind of come out and then a bloke from just a bit down the road came over and was like, yeah, that car, uh, it just lost it coming around the corner, uh, overcorrected, plowed into my driveway, totaled one of his cars, knocked it about six feet into the other car, rebounded off, came across the pavement, took out the street sign, Jeez. and ended up in my wall. What was this guy doing, just point. just watching his car at half two in the morning? Um, well, it was actually his daughter who was still awake at the time. Oh, okay. Because um, she just got home from the pub because she was doing, like, ladette bants, I presume. I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, we kind of had a look around and... You could see the t- you can see the tire tracks on the the road from where they came around the corner way too fast and just fucking lost it and then just ploughed into this car bounced off came across the pavement took out the street sign and ended up on my wall and then fucked off as fast as humanly possible before the police showed up which they didn't because when we rang the police uh, and gave them the details and told them about all the witnesses and gave them the number plates uh, they said there was nothing they could do. Uh, and got, didn't I mean, bother even to send someone round. They've just got it. nothing to go on, have they? They've just got nothing no. to go on. No, I mean, like, mm. no. we, we we weren't able to tell them that it was a silver Ford Focus and a horrible mint green Rover Twenty Five. We couldn't give them the number plates, uh, the number of people that were in them, what had happened. Yeah. Um, there weren't multiple witnesses. Uh, I mean, it was an impossible case for them to solve. Yeah. So I understand why they uh, they didn't bother to to do anything about mm. it. Um, yeah, um, and I mean the 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 guys in the uh, in the the rover didn't come back past the house several times the next day to check whether the police were around. So you know, I mean that that could that could have been anybody in a in a mint green rover returning to the scene of a crime. What? Uh, Just from the point of view of criminality here, why were they returning to the scene of the crime? Well, because their car wasn't involved in the accident. Like, they were just racing with the other dickheads in the car that did have the accident. Uh So I presume they were asked by their mates Mm. to do a quick drive past and see if there were police milling around to see how much shit these guys were in, given that they just caused a massive accident while street racing in a residential area at two in the morning, binned it, and then fled to the scene of the crime. Mm. Okay. I mean, your your road is... It's not... Uh, it's not really a place where you can go very fast, is it? I mean, it's quite no. windy, and there's all kinds of obstacles. That's probably what yep. makes it so that much doesn't... fun for uh, naughty well, speeding. Apparently. I mean, to be fair, I'm not quite sure how fast they would have had to be going to lose it coming around that corner. Mm-hmm. 
to actually to, to put to come around because it, it was the, it's the road that's like a T junction off yeah. mine, and to actually like to put down rubber coming around that corner in a front wheel drive Focus, <laughs> you've got to be really fucking nailing it. Mm, yes, so, a similar a similar thing wife. happened when I was uh, still living in um, Guildford area, uh, and the blokey lads who were renting the house next to mine um, went and had a, a fun blokey night out in a pub and then one of them drove home and they ploughed right into a car at the end of our road and then just drove home the kind of 200 yards and parked up on their driveway and uh, when the police came it was pretty obvious what had happened <laughs> um, because mm. they it happened really close to their house and people had seen it um like a trail of debris (laughs) and when the police came um they came out and go oh yeah yeah i'm glad you're here i need to report that that guy has driven into my gun like (laughs) no that's not what happened (laughs) i mean you'll admire the balls but not the intelligence yeah i mean i think they score sort of 12 bloke points for that don't they being such yeah. idiots. So that was that was that was fun. I do feel quite sorry for the man who's had both of his cars seriously damaged. Um, yeah, that probably sucks. And the police not giving a shit. Um, but I do now have a spare front grille for a Ford Focus. So you know, oh, quids in mm. bonus. And uh, I think um, walls that are all straight and all concreted together are pretty boring, aren't they? Whereas what you've got now is yes. an exciting. Yeah. Kind of like a, a vertical version of crazy paving, I presume. Well, mercifully, it didn't do a lot of damage because most of the speed had kind of been taken off by the impact with the cars, the impact with the street sign, and then the impact with the curb. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so yeah. thankfully, it's not, not caused a lot of damage. Um, it should be fairly easy to repair, uh, unlike the cars and the street sign. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I mean, that's I enjoyed that story. That's good. I mean, it's it's similar to when the uh, you were involved in the other accident, isn't it? That you claim that wasn't your fault. It's very similar. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's almost identical, apart from it not being on a motorway. There's only so mm. many times that you can be involved in these sorts of accidents before people start realising it's basically your fault. If you hadn't have built your house yeah, in such a stupid string out a bit longer, then you'd have been fine. Yeah. So it's your, it's your I mean, I ha- I'm going to have to accept responsibility sooner or later, but I'm just I'm hoping I can drag it out a bit longer before they catch yeah. up to me. All right, well, that, that involved uh, cars, which go fast. That was good. I liked it. Twelve bloke points. Fantastic. Right, well. Dan. Uh, it's back to you. Mm-hmm. It's your service. Oh, God. Um, I can see that what you've got to serve with. You can go with either of these stories. I don't mind. But Go. Okay, so um, we all know that flying sucks and is a bit rubbish. Um, and, uh, you know. Speak for yourself, I go business class. Sorry? Speak for yourself, I go business class. Really? Yeah. God, you're so Tory. Um, no, I just like a comfy seat when I'm flying transatlantic. Yeah, that's, that's Tory. Um, but yeah, so um, obviously Adam doesn't know this is part of the 0.01%, but um, yeah, airlines hate us. And um, recently, an American airline uh, decided to actually. You know, express their visceral hate physically um, by letting a bunch of people onto an airplane um, and then saying, actually, no. Um, I think you'll find, Dan, it was an aeroplane. I think you'll find, fuck you. <laughs> um, bonus, bonus uh, lad point for Dan. That was good. <laughs> um, you, need, you need to be putting in like a buzzer or a bell or something for, for the bonus bloke point. Yeah. Um, You're a bell. Oh, yeah. zing. He's back in the game. <laughs> um, yeah, so they uh, they decided, actually, no, we've let too many people on this flight. There's enough seats for everyone, but we want to send some of our employees along in st- instead of these paying passengers. Um, four of you get off the plane. And and three people took some money and got off the plane. And one person said, no, I, I actually need to, you know, fly to where I paid you to fly me. So they um, they called the police and got the police to beat him up and throw him off the plane. Only half the other passengers just, like, recorded this. They didn't stop them or, or help or anything like that. But they did, you know, film this guy getting the shit kicked out of him 
and thrown off the plane. Um, so yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like United Airlines have a lot to teach the rest of the world about customer service. So um, what, what sort of, what, what businesses do you think the whole concept of excessive violence towards your own paying customers is going to catch on in next? Well, Southern Rail, I think um, okay. that's their next that's their next uh, avenue, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. It is worth noting that as as a consequence of their actions, uh, United Airlines have uh, have lost a billion dollars in market value overnight. Yeah, but Southern Rail, uh... they uh, you know they've basically got this mafia thing going with the government um that they yeah. can be as as shit as they want um i think i think yeah sort of just squads of um southern rail executives just wandering around beating people up i think that they get away with it I, I can't decide if southern rail would use violence to get people off their trains or onto their trains. You know, like in Japan, they have sumo wrestlers to just cram people in extra tight into into the bullet trains. Um, but I don't know if, if Southern Rail give enough of a shit about getting people to their destination or if they just want guards to, like, throw people off the trains for shits and giggles. I, I mean, my experience with Southern Rail is they've got no interest in getting you to your destination. Um, you know, they'd prefer yeah. if you missed your flight, really, wouldn't they? Serving Gatwick. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I think they would just... Uh, I, I think they'd be neutral, actually. I don't think they'd take a stance on whether they wanted you to get somewhere or not. They would just like to give you a kicking whilst, whilst uh, you were waiting. Yeah, I mean, possibly like just slamming the train doors on your leg or something, just for the sheer hell of it. Hmm. Hmm. Adam, any thoughts of uh, consumer-based violence? I mean, a lot of them kind of already do in their own special sort of way. Um, you know, there are a lot of a lot of companies that just don't seem to give the slightest shit about their customers. Mm. Um, you know, people like uh, Talk Talk uh, come to yeah. mind. You know, um, a lot a lot of telephone providers. To be fair. Um, where like they very much seem to resent the fact that you expect them to provide a service mm. um, and express it at every opportunity. And I think if they had the option of expressing that via physical violence, I think they would. It's just that most of the time they're having to work out of offshore call centres and it's just not practical to fly people over just to punch you in the balls. Yeah. Yeah. No, seems fair. I mean, I'm sure they could rig up some sort of system where your phone shocks you or something. Or, or I mean, Samsung did it so that you just catch on fire. Yeah. Was that Samsung? Yeah, well, yeah. I, it was. No, no, that was yeah. Samsung. Very well remembered. Yeah. Very accurate. You're not, not libeled anyone. No. It's fine. Yeah. That's good. So, so, yeah, they've already done it. Yeah. No, people are well ahead of us in terms of violence against customers. Right. Well, um as far as as far as airline stories go, uh that that wasn't really very much of a success bloke wise. Um there was a bit of argy bargy, so I'm going to give you two two bloke points. But you compare it to that okay. story about the uh the stag dude that was going to Bratislava and had to be thrown off for fighting. You know, that that would have scored you more. But that's all news. Okay. Right, Adam. I can see I can see what you've got lined up. Which are you going to choose? Yep. Well, I think I'm going to have to go with Hitler. Right. Okay. Hitler is Everyone a total lad, isn't he? He's just. Well, I mean, absolutely. He was. He was all about the bands. Yeah. Um, now, uh, the the reason that I've uh, invoked the H man uh, in this particular instance is because. Um, uh, Sean Spicer, um, man who is still inexplicably the White House press secretary, mm. um, has just given a press conference uh, talking about the situation in Syria, um, in which he said, uh, talking about Assad, um, at least Hitler didn't sink to the level of using chemical weapons. Okay. Yeah, it's 
It's impressive. It really um, Now, it's not often that you get to use the uh, phrase, the White House is clarifying Hitler remarks. <laughs> but today is one of those days. I think apparently today is four of those days. I, I believe they're up to four clarifications. Well, quite possibly. Um, but they uh, apparently did not mean to in any way uh, minimise or uh, belittle the consequences of the Holocaust and the gassing of millions of Jews. Um, it's just that they meant specifically uh, dropping chemical weapons out of aircraft and not like just doing it in any other way that they meant. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think... Sean Spicer has been very much trying to one-up the PR disasters that have very much flown through this week. Um, You know, we started with, with, you know, we started with Pepsi. We thought that was going to be a big thing. But then United Airlines stepped in and they were like, you guys are amateurs. We're going to show you how it's done. We're going to punch a man who's paid us to fly (laughs) on our airline. And... And then, and then, like, basically issue a non-apology where we say, we'll look into it. It's probably bad when people get punched. And then the White House have gone, look, we appreciate all of your terrible decisions, but you're taking attention away from President Trump and his, his administration. We're going to have to put our foot down and talk about Hitler. Yeah. Do, you think, um, do you think Ken Livingston has, uh, has got a job? <laughs> now that Ken Livingston's suspended oh, from the Labour Party, he's, he's now writing speeches <laughs> for the White House in the US. Can you imagine how angry Nigel Farage would be if somehow Ken Livingston gazumpted for like Trump's favourite person? Yeah, got a job just explaining how actually Hitler was very much misunderstood. Yes. And he was a lovely chap once you got to know him. Oh dear. So I mean I'm now taking bets on who's gonna to manage to one up the denying the Holocaust by a White House press secretary. I guarantee you Ken will be in the news for this tomorrow. Somehow, <laughs> some way. It's um because I mean investing. It's quite a subtle way to deny the Holocaust, isn't it? So Sorry? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's, it is it kind of almost... It would have flown under the radar if it wasn't a press conference on <laughs> national television in which you directly compared Hitler's actions to President Assad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's... Um, so I'm just going to the beer fridge, which is very blokey. Uh, I'm going to award myself bonus oh, blokey is. points for having a fridge dedicated just to beer. Totally justified. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was was going to say now. Something about the Holocaust. Um. Yeah, I've lost I've lost the train of thought, but it is quite it is quite amazing that um, yeah, the Pepsi thing. That story's just just so over now, and um, yeah, mm. no one cares about it. I mean, I mean that was that was like romanticized. That was romanticizing police yeah. brutality, but it was it was but it was it it didn't actually involve any police brutality, which I think is why the the United story kind of jumped ahead of things very much. Yeah, that's where Pepsi. That's where Pepsi screwed up. Yeah. If they'd actually like hired some police to beat people up while they were filming the advert. I mean, if it had resulted in the police brutalizing Kendall Jenner whilst she beamed them with a Pepsi can, I would have had a very different perspective on the whole matter. Maybe, maybe what Pepsi can do is start sponsoring rubber bullets that the police use to fire at um, civil rights protesters. heel <laughs> 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 at this point and, like, be the police sponsor. So, you know, you have this, this photo of, a, a, like, a, you know, a nice-looking policeman having a nice day out in the sun and, you know, patrolling and lots of white people coming up to him and saying, hello, officer, how are you, how are then one of them sort of gives him, him a can of Pepsi, he sort of cracks over and he goes, drinks the Pepsi, pulls out a riot bat and goes and beats the shit out of a black guy. I thought I thought a stage further and that that maybe the 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 bullets and the weapons could be made out of recycled Pepsi cans. 
Yeah. Yes. So look, we're, we're conscientious and we've recycled our cans into bullets to yep. fire at people that, uh, that question the American dream. I mean, it would be a very American thing to, like, privatise their bullets. Yeah. I mean, also they could, like, make that um, that pipeline they're bulldozing through um, a, a native reservation out of, you know, recycled Pepsi cans. So there's, like, a Pepsi logo every five metres or something. I mean, that's a marketing opportunity that somebody's got to take up or it's yeah. a tragic waste. Because you know that with all the protests, there's going to be cameras on that thing the whole time. Oh, yeah. It's like, it'd be like football marketing. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Good, well... Uh, we should work for Pepsi, then sell our souls. I mean, Adam, that was... Uh, or perhaps... That was, you, played, you played that Hitler card well. I didn't think it was going to be particularly blokey, but that was pretty good. And I'm going to score you five, five bloke you. points. And I, I'm going to score you an additional mm. bloke point for completely shitting on Dan's final thing he wants to talk about, yeah. which, is, uh, <laughs> which is that Get Pepsi in. thing. You basically just said, well, what, no, what Dan was going to talk about is all over. It's rubbish. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's you know, it's the next yeah. story. Old news. Oh, I don't know. Um, what, the Pepsi thing I was going to talk about was just how great Pepsi tastes. That cool, crisp, <laughs> fresh, um, and, you know, I, I buy a lot of Pepsi, and I think it really has done me done me good. So um, I, I don't know right. what you two are talking about. You, uh, you lose, I respect you lose like points because... Uh, Pepsi is non-alcoholic, and you didn't mention mixing it with anything. Um, the mixing so it's implied, is it? Although, to be fair, I wouldn't start the, the crisp, refreshing taste of Pepsi with something as um, a, as gauche as, as alcohol. Uh, you know, a, a drink that fine deserves to be enjoyed neat. Right, okay. Or possibly just overpriced. Also, money is more important than bloke points. You hear me, Pepsi? Do you hear me? I'll shill for a shockingly small amount of money. So you're appealing not to me and my my bloke points. You're appealing to national corp- international corporations for for actual money, right? Um, you're. You think I do this podcast for fun? You're, I'm you're such myself, a, man. You're such a Tory, Dan. I'm just doing it for for the love of the world, and you're trying to earn enough money to you get your your uh, hipster man back with more beer to stock your um to stock your John well, Lennon I, I mean, John Lennon <laughs> John Major Shrine. I'm not. <laughs> no, it's worse than that, Chris. I, I'm Margaret Thatcher because I'm exploiting your emotional labour to better the world in order to make myself money, which is about as Tory as it gets. Oh. I missed some of that, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was good, was it? Something about Margaret Thatcher. What? So yeah, I, I was saying um, I'm basically Margaret Margaret Thatcher in this scenario because I've exploit I'm exploiting all of your emotional labour in creating a podcast for the betterment of the world in order that I can make oh, money. Right, okay. Which I obviously then won't share with. I heard that Margaret Sorry. Thatcher invented uh, soft scoop ice cream. Do you think that's apparently? Really? I heard that that. Because she used to be a chemist. I mean, and um, she invented it. Got nothing to back it up, obviously, and uh, I don't want to cheapen myself by checking actual facts. But there you go. That's my fact well, of the no. day: Margaret Thatcher invented soft scoop ice cream. We're very much we're very much about living in the moment. Yeah. We don't want to fact check. I mean, it's a fact of sorts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Real men just go with their gut. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, Adam, um, I hear that everything is shit and we're all going to die. Yeah, well, I mean, I think very much everything we've discussed so far today pretty much covers that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are, there are, there are bands of roving delivery men in electric vehicles decorated to look like animals driving around London delivering craft beers to... Tory arseholes. Mm. Yeah, it's fair. It doesn't get a lot worse than that. And yet somehow it did. Yeah. Is is there any other example you have of how stuff's shit and we're going to die? Um, I mean, the White House press secretary is talking about Hitler. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah. North, North, North Korea have issued a statement saying they're ready for war. Okay. Yeah. 
the American people. Because yeah, if you go if you go on an aeroplane now, there's a good chance that uh, air marshals will punch you. Yeah. Okay. Someone bombed a bus today. Uh, a, car, a car full of cunts drove into my wall. Yeah. It's, it's clear. Okay. I mean, there's just country up and down the scale. You do have a strong case, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not really been an overwhelmingly positive week for news. No. I mean, it hasn't been a positive two years, but, you know. I think you're, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, that is that is correct, that everything is shit and we're all going to die. Um, but it's not it's not very blokey, so I can only give you a single bloke point for it. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm willing to take that hit in this yeah. case. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, Dan, have you got any... Anything else? Anything that you'd like to try and score some good bloke points with? Mm, I enjoyed my beer. It was delicious. Right. Oh, yeah. Beer is blokey. Good. Did you think about boobs whilst you were uh, drinking your beer? I also had KFC for the first time in, like, 15 years tonight, and it was surprisingly not awful. Okay. Good, yeah. Fried chicken, blokey. Beer, blokey. Yeah. Did you think about boobs whilst you were eating your uh, chicken? Did I what? Think about boobs. Think about ladies' boobs. I mean, it's easier to that's describe what, the time that I don't do. think about ladies' boobs, so but let's yes. just say yes. Is, is yes the answer? You were thinking about boobs? Yes, the answer. It is my final answer, and I'm sticking with it. Good. And when you were drinking your beer, were you thinking about ladies' boobs? Yeah, I was thinking about boobs then. All right, cool. Well, uh, excellent. You get six bloke points. Fantastic. So, well done. Um, Right, well, the bad news is I've not been adding up the bloke points, so I don't know who has won. Um, I think we're all winners here, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd go along with that. I think we're all winners and it's a fun it's a fun counting game for the listeners. They can add up the bloke points and work out who was the winner of the podcast. And yeah. um they can award an additional two bloke points to their favourite bloke. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we agreed that listener feedback sucked. No, no, it's like in um that they you know those electric car races they do. Where um, it's like it's like Formula One, but not as good, um, and they vote on who's their favourite. It's like that. Mm. So they can award an additional two bloke points, and then they can let us know who won. So let's get them to do the hard work and and add everything up for us. Yeah. yeah That's okay. I suppose we can tolerate some feedback in to, in return for some labour. Cool, cool, right. And uh, there is one more thing I want to talk about. And because uh, okay, this is a blokey episode, and the most blokey thing you can do is basically be horrible to your friends. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Graham isn't here, so uh, shall we do some plotting against Graham? I mean, we can do. What did you have in mind? I don't know. Um, I mean, Dan, he's been. There is a there is a real danger that he'll listen to this recording. Well, well, yeah, and and then that'll... and that but that would. But that would give it away, then. Yeah. Well, that'll hurt his feelings, and then um, he'll be sad. That's more of a girl thing, isn't it? Yeah. If we, um, if we, you know, thing, and then you just like everything that we say, he'll. Um, but obviously, well, no, we don't. Um, I mean, all of this can basically be be like. So he can't. Yeah, but it's like, right, and then okay. it'll make it the whole thing is uh, some kind of that we're just going to surprise him with at any moment, and he'll be just in constant fear uh, that we're going to fuck him over for no good reason. I mean, I presume he's lived most of the rest of his life like that, but you know, we 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 should still reinforce it. That's a really that's a really good idea, Dan, and uh, I mean that will that will really humiliate him. So I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. Good. And then, so, so Dan, are you gonna? You're gonna get the f- feathers, yeah. And Am I what? You're gonna get the f- feathers, and then Adam, are you yes. gonna get the rope and uh and the f- treacle? Is that the plan? Yeah, no problem. 
All right, cool. And then what I'll do is I'll I'll make sure I I bleep out all of the all of the details about exactly yeah. when we're going to strike. Um, cool. Fantastic. But that sounds that sounds good. Because that would be just total bants, wouldn't it? Oh, it would be Absolutely it would be fantastic. Total laddie bants. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Awesome. Right. Well, I mean, I think we can probably wrap up this. Uh, this blokey special, can't we? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you... I've got I've got to go and drink beer. Drink beer. What what other what other blokey things are you gonna do? Uh, look at some tits. Yeah, wee. It's tits. What what about you, Dan? What what are you doing? Gonna look at some tits. Hey, top top answer. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Oi oi Savaloy. <laughs> what was that? What the fuck was that? Um, I had a YouTube video paused and I accidentally hit spacebar. Right. Um, so it started playing. All right. Well, I mean, you say you say YouTube, but I bet it was was porn, wasn't it, Dan? Uh, no, YouTube doesn't do porn. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely. Oh, yeah. I was watching a, a movie trailer. Um, yeah, yeah. That those were those were dramatic noises <laughs> uh, from space battles. Yeah. I can play some porn if you want. No. It's very Dan. accessible. No, Dan. We don't want that. We just want to pretend that that's what you do. So I've been, I've got, I've got one last question, Dan. Um, the the cricket mm-hmm. chat up line about um, yep. sticky wickets. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, would you prefer that um, at the buffet table Edwina Curry came up and said that to you, or would you prefer Margaret Thatcher? I mean. Is neither an option? No, no, it's no. one or the other. And like, you you went for Edwina Curry over John Major, so you you obviously got a preference. I mean, you can have I mean, both. You can have both if you want, but neither's not an option. No, I think I'd go for Margaret Thatcher. Just you know, a salt over the prawn sandwich or something. Right. Okay. And that's surprise. I was I was prepared to go with Margaret Thatcher and some soft scoop ice cream that she maybe invented. Uh, no, she didn't. Apparently, well, it was invented uh, in America. Well, uh, that's that's what you think, but I think she invented it because someone once told me. So there you go. Uh, 